Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hey, bitch, let me tell you something. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and an incredible 24-7 customer support. Try Squarespace at squarespace.com and enter offer code READ, that's R-E-A-D, for you bitches that can't spell, at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Now let's start the show. Reginald was home with flu. Uh Mm -hmm. The doctor knew just what to do who you know it he no, cured the infection with one small injection and reginald shouted some interjections yikes that smarts <laughs> damn i forgot that song. Shit! it wasn't all that <laughs> that's no fair giving a guy a shot down there interjections show excitement our emotion, they're generally okay. set apart from a sentence by an exclamation point or by a comma when the feeling's not as strong. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that grammar lesson today, friend. You know, just for, you know, before they remake Schoolhouse Rock <laughs> because it's inevitable. Yeah, I used to love them fucking show was it a show was it like it just seemed like you only ever saw it at school it was like tapes oh i had the tapes at home yeah but i just don't remember how it started but i loved that shit i thought it was so schoolhouse rock was just great geraldine and her hoe ass interjections was my favorite song Mm. um you know i also enjoyed the bill record i'd like conjunction junction of course the classic uh conjunction junction i know they're gonna remake that shit and they're gonna put it like on netflix or something and they're gonna gonna give it a fucking kelly clarkson and jennifer hudson (laughs) singing on there and shit and i just or they're gonna do like kids bop and try to set it to a trap house beat or some shit and you're just gonna be like oh "Oh, girl stop this eric campbell don't do this no more girl bitch you guess it god damn it You can't quit the show. Come back. Come back right now. Professionalism. Right now. God damn it. How dare you? Beast. How dare you? How dare you? You headphones across the room well i figured the only way for me to like enjoy bitch you guessed it is if you just never see it coming okay well so black excellence this week Ooh, is fuck um you buddy <laughs> like what the fuck you are so pleased with yourself too look at you just so happy just can't even get it out 
talking black excellence. Okay. Shit. <laughs> so black excellence this week is actually someone I'm a really big fan of. Um, her name is Amanda Stenberg. She's 16 years old. And you may know her as the girl who played young Colombiana. And she also played a Rue in the movie The Hunger Games. And oh, I'm okay. sure she's been in a couple of things. So she did a project for her history class recently on cultural appropriation. This girl is 16 years old. When I tell you that I got a little choked up. Because, you know, I'm very passionate about young people, especially people of color, but all of them, Mm -hmm. at least having a decent understanding of what's going on in terms of racism, culture, and those kinds of things. And so the video is actually like, it's a few minutes long. I think it's something that she did with one of her classmates. And it's like amazing. She goes into all of these discussions about hip hop and how it was born from jazz. And, you know, she just hits all of these different marks, especially about like black hair and why black people wear the hair, uh, their hair in certain styles. And it was just awesome. But I liked this part. I just want to read some of it. Okay. It says, Uh, She said, appropriation occurs when a style leads to racist generalizations or stereotypes where it originated, but it is deemed as high fashion, cool, or funny when the privileged take it for themselves. Uh, Hip-hop stems from a black struggle. It stems from jazz and blues, styles of music African-Americans created to retain humanity in the face of adversity. On a smaller scale, but in a similar vein, braids and cornrows are not merely stylistic. They're necessary to keep black hair neat. I feel like whoever wrote this put I was it out say, of how order old in is the she? video. <laughs> She's 16. Wow, this sounds well written. Um, Well, it's not like this is something. It's like a video. She's talking to the camera, but then it has like lots of little things that pin in. She okay. uses clips from different interviews and stuff. But anyway, it's called Don't Cash Crop My Cornrows. And I thought it was amazing. <laughs> and <laughs> I love that title. You can go. I think the Huffington Post... Uh, posted it but it's like on her tumblr and all kinds of stuff just look it up you'll find it i thought it was amazing it's a very very impressive video and i was also pleased because she played rune hunger games and i remember if the hunger games is older than this show but i know that i gave the internet hell that day that all of those little white kids came back from seeing the hunger games talking about why was rue a black girl mm-hmm. first of all I don't need to redo this, but I was like, I remember being shocked that she, that they cast such a light skinned girl because in the book, I thought it would have been like, like a Marseille Martin, like Diane from Uh Blackish. I thought it was going to be like a little brown girl because that's how they were described in the book that I read anyway. And low key, they all like picked cotton and then like one of them got shot by a cop. Like that book was a little shady, but either way, Amanda, very, you know, (laughs) impressive definitely touched my heart if you haven't seen this video yet i urge you to go watch it um and so now for bitch you guessed it wait did you hear about the i think last week or maybe two weeks ago we talked about the um black guy the teenager who got accepted to all eight ivy league schools there's a girl girl in minnesota yes who just got accepted to all eight too her name is Manira Khalif, and she lives in Minnesota and said she was very surprised and this was a blessing from God. And of course, she's an official bad bitch now and Somalian. So, congratulations. Oh, yeah. Manira on getting accepted to all of the Ivy League schools. That is just so dope. That You know, I can't talk about them too much, though, because then, you know, the white people get upset and then the think pieces come out and it's just like, oh my God. Black people have education. <laughs> Everyone come down. Don't do this. 
So, where are we? What is this that we're calling you now? Have you come up with a different name or are you going to stick with the one that you... I think that I'm just probably going to have to create some kind of like a really ratchet, bitch, you guessed it, sound bite so that I don't have to do it every single week and we can just throw it in there because I have to find new ways to keep it, you know. Do to keep terrorizing me or... Well, yes. All right. But also, you know, keeping it fresh or whatever. All right. If you say so. So... Let's just start with some good news, I guess. Okay. Miss Tina is recently married again. Yay! Oh my God. That was just so. Ugh, her pictures. Boo of, I don't know, how many years they've been dating? I don't know, actually. I don't know. They've been dating for a little while. But I didn't know that she knew this man. His name's Richard Lawson, and he's like a big actor and was on a ton of soaps and stuff like that. Mm hmm. Back in the day. But. They've known each other for, like, 30-some-odd years, which I didn't know. Oh, wow. I guess she had, like, she went to a conference or something. I read, like, a transcript recently. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how she met him, and she's known him for so long. And his sister was one of her great friends. She was actually the woman that passed away. Oh, like her, that her Beyonce did close... the heavens. Right. About. I didn't oh, know that. Oh, wow. Oh, that's sweet. So. Oh. Yes, love. That and... makes me like the story even more. I'm so happy for Miss Tina. Like, she She's left so that raggedy ass man and got herself right on together. Like, she looks good. Queen of bad bitches. And she hearts. got her a good man. Bianca Lawson is her new stepdaughter. Hold on. So, can we just. Can you think of anything more perfect, honestly, than Bianca, Beyonce, and Solange being like I just want sisterly. to <laughs> bitch to stop right goddamn there. <laughs> the fact that now I know that you are not going to be able to touch and agree with me on this one, but Kendra from Buffy the fucking vampire slayer <laughs> is Beyonce's sister. Like yeah. Life for and big sister and still out here playing like right sixteen year old thirty six. Bianca Lawson is sickening. <laughs> she is gorgeous. <laughs> like, how does she not age? Like, girl, well, how have you looked the same literally since nineteen ninety one? It just it boggles you can the Google mind. Google her and there are all kinds of like charts and like X Files yeah. things with her face <laughs> on it where people are like trying to, like this is some supernatural shit, right? Because this woman doesn't age. She's mm-hmm. like beautiful and now she's blind. Auntie, right. like, this is everything. You wouldn't able to wouldn't be able to tell me a goddamn thing. Her Wikipedia, or I think maybe her daddy's Wikipedia, one or the other, had already been updated. Like by that night that oh, they yeah. got married, to be like, oh, Google. stepsisters, Beyonce and Solange. Like, girl, don't make sure you include my family. I literally googled <laughs> her name today, and right there on the front of Google, it's like <laughs> siblings, Beyonce, Solange. Yes, I oh think my it God. said Kelly Rowland. <laughs> <laughs> Angie's like everyone, <laughs> all of just them, all related, Welcome and I would soak that shit right. I on would that. too. You would not be able to stop me, bitch. I would have had all them selfies on Instagram of the wedding and shit. Like, yes, me and my new sisters, hoe, and you bitches is mad about it. I would be at the drive-through, like extra goddamn ranch. <laughs> Beyonce is my sister. <laughs> Do I need to call my sister because y'all? She can with never even speak to me. I could like I could literally have seen Beyonce at the wedding, and that would be the last time I seen my stepsister mm-hmm. in my life, and I would die knowing. Beyonce. Yeah. Anyway, and I would still go around telling everybody, like, "Do you know who my sister is? Like, don't make me call her. Like, Daddy, don't fuck this up <laughs> for me." I'm happy for Miss Tina though. Congratulations. She's amazing. So, meanwhile, Matthew out here trying desperately anyway. to get y'all to buy Destiny's Child shit. <laughs> 
Drive so hard. Let me just. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not gonna go there. Woo, that's what happens. You can't fuck with them Creole. Ain't man. shit day was last week, right? Yeah. Okay, it was. I'm gonna save like the really dark jokes for another time. Well, I don't think you were that bad last week. If you wanna be worse now, I think you should go for it. Because I was all I was gonna say is that Bianca is clearly a- <laughs> Don't okay. See, you're right. You just move right on to the next. Because you don't know how to act. What else happened? I'm so over y'all. <laughs> So, let's see if you can um, if you can identify any of these people. Okay, Young Thug. Nope. Alrighty. Well, Young Thug is that the really ugly one? <laughs> really ugly is an understatement. Okay, so it is the one I'm thinking of. Well, you see the one dark skin with like matted blonde hair. Atrocious. Is that the one is though? The word that you should have <laughs> used. But I got it right. God damn. <laughs> ju- Woo. <laughs> that nigga My is God. hideous. He looks like a stain. Like God just put his face together in the dark and then saw it and was like, fuck it. Just go to Earth anyway. Like, how do you look like that? God and then damn. takes like extra like length. Yeah. I think that he like maybe low key like really is impressed by Lil Wayne's career aesthetic and everything and mm-hmm. wants to be. Because I feel like the way that I feel like Wayne has gone out of his way to be ugly. Yeah. I think that Young Thug does as well. But I feel like Wayne, like, if he didn't have, you know, a whole coloring book on his face, <laughs> that he wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, Wayne wasn't always like that. He, right. He degenerated into that filthy look that he has now. Young Thug was fucked since he was <laughs> a young thug. I think that's a new trend now, though, to look as ugly as possible and act like you don't care about it. Lena Dunham has made millions being deliberately hideous. So <laughs> why not, Young Thug? Go for it. She loves being ugly. She, like, talks, brags about it. She doesn't care. It's like a feminist thing. I don't know. White girls. I don't know. I thought that she just liked to be naked, and it was just like, oh, look at my body that you don't want to see. Yeah. I'm a woman. Yeah. She, I think she deliberately, like, tries to look as bad as possible so people will talk about her for it and watch her fuck-ass show. Anyway, what did Young Thug do? Um, So his, his album or mixtape or whatever piece of work was supposed to be called The Carter Six. And um, this was very controversial. Why? Because. <laughs> Why would he call it that? Okay. All I right. Mean, literally, I, I am completely without a clue <laughs> when it comes to the thought process behind that shit. Okay. I heard that it was supposed to be called The Carter Six for like some time because he signed to cash money. Like he he's rich gang and he's underneath whatever Birdman's imprint is. And I guess he bought the piano for Kishiko to dance on. Oh, I don't God. know shit about what? it. But he's like repping cash money till he dies. I don't know. And like the cover of The Carter Six is him Google it. It is. Look it up right now. Fine, fine. But I know I'm going to be disappointed in myself. It is him. For wasting my Actually, I have to just wait for you to finish. So I'm like, I can't even tell (laughs) you because then you won't find it. I don't understand. I still want to know why he calls it the Carter Six. Well, I I heard that he like had plans to call it that for quite some time. Like long before Lil Wayne and Birdman fell out. in the... Please tell me this 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 image of him in the cap and gown is not it. No, that's not okay, it. Okay, so which one is I think cor- that's a troll made that. Okay, I was going to say, because the internet's lying to me then. Even though Young Thug is essentially just trolling Wayne, because he knows Wayne and Birdman fell out over this whole, you know, Carter 5 album not coming out, and Sarita Carter album, Carter, Carter 6, and do all of this bullshit. I don't know. And I also don't think that he's like... 
an earthling or processing reality. <laughs> what? You know, the way, I just don't believe that he's like here. Like, I don't think he's one of us. Okay. I feel like if the man in black were real, young thug would have to go into hiding. That's it. There it is, right. right there. So is this Carter That's the Six one. So the one with him looking like a broke down black Jesus? <laughs> is this the one? Not my Jesus. No, I mean clearly not. Jesus on Coke, but this is it with him like pointing at his red lights. What is he this? is entirely nude, according to the photographer. Okay. And but, I just want to know who asked him for that. But why is it called the fucking Carter Six? I can't get over that. I don't know. Who do you think you are? Anyway, Wayne, um, I guess sent his this is assist. Wayne sent his legal people after him. Okay. And I think Young Thug just to yesterday or maybe the day before announced that he was changing the title from the Carter Six to the Barter Six. <laughs> <laughs> the Barter Six. <laughs> Like, These niggas is just, so. Just leave us alone, girl. You can't think even... of something else c- that is completely unrelated to Wayne. Why? Why are you biting off this nigga's shit? That's what I don't get. Like, and why don't you just name it something in your native tongue, bitch? Because we don't. <laughs> he doesn't even speak English. Like, like I ain't never understood what the fuck Young Thug was saying, but he want to fight over words. Like, what's a Young Thug song? Don't make me look it up. Stoner is like I think, I. Th- think stoner might be his like breakout record okay um but i like a lot of young thugs like songs and features although it's ratchet and i it's kind of like impossible to understand but i could take him or leave him he's just like a new he's kind of like up there with like migos and ray Shremmerd and like the, i this see he's new from atlanta of like trashy trap ratchet music so it's just like take it or leave it it's he's trendy but all of this dramatics is just <laughs> fun for me well you should have known Lil Wayne was not gonna let no shit slide after him and baby fell out and it became this whole big you know I don't fuck with cash money no more something million dollars like that is just not letting it go 50 my nigga like and you know Burbank got it it's just like why why can't y'all get y'all shit together why does this always happen lovers quarrel okay I mean they do make out oh. or did or- allegedly <laughs> I mean it looked like it so I mean I'm not gonna argue with you about it I just don't whoever young thug is girl I don't know good luck but it just doesn't seem to me like you're gonna get very far trying to bite off of whatever it is Wayne did or used to do so apparently <laughs> nobody cares <laughs> Speaking of Wayne and his people, apparently Drake is wanted at Azkaban because they sent a Dementor out to suck his whole entire spirit. <laughs> I had to figure out what the fuck you mouth. were talking about. Azkaban, that sounds like some Harry Potter shit. That's it, girl. I had, you know I don't, I haven't ever watched those movies, The Dementors right? were these old just, these just. <laughs> No, I you know, know. Like how, like, you, when your fingers are pruny, that's how they look. I think I've seen and so they many just floated above people and sucked their life force out of them. Exactly like Madonna did to Drake on stage at that show. Like, literally the exact same thing. Because that shit looked disgusting. Like, I felt for Drake in that moment. My own stomach was turning. Like, I just don't even know how I would have reacted. So, Coachella, right? Ugh. Drake was one of the really big uh, headliners this year. And for some reason, or the next uh, title, I don't know, Madonna was there. <laughs> title. And she came and, like, performed it probably some was shit. title. And Drake is sitting there in this clip, 
which she should have never agreed to do in the first place because that's how she gets you. I don't know. Whatever. And Madonna, like, run, like, she walks up on him, throws his head back, and then just presses her mouth against his. And it's just, like, this deep making up. And it's like, I could feel that Drake was trying to be a good sport about it because, like, he, like, reached up to, like, go fully into the kiss or whatever mm-hmm. and she like ha- she grabbed his hand yes. and like swatted it away first of all sweetheart <laughs> if any goddamn thing you should have allowed him to place his hands whatever part of his, your skull he wanted to be because who even asked you right. like in fact why what? do you keep kissing on everybody? What the fuck is wrong with you? That's how people get have... mono. <laughs> but bitch, don't nobody know you like that. And then the look on his face afterwards, you just know that bitch tasted like Newports and like moldy ass washcloths because that nigga was disgusted. Like he could barely keep himself from throwing up right there on stage. And then tried to front. Did you see that statement or whatever he put yeah, out? Yeah, talking about, oh, you know, don't mistake my shock for disgust or whatever. I love Madonna and I'm just so glad to be up there with Brittany. Bitch, we I'm. saw you looking sick on stage. Nigga. He looked like that bitch puked Funyuns in his mouth. <laughs> right. He like, takes like a goddamn baby like bird. Like a baby right. bird. Like, nigga, you know you was disgusted by that shit. Madonna needs to fucking chill. Like, she you're does. 56 or 60 or whatever the fuck years old, sweetheart. Like, when you did it with Britney, we got it. You're Madonna and she's this huge pop star. Because at the time, ago. Britney was like. Yeah. you know what I'm saying like whatever and you kissed her and everybody forgot that you kissed Christina Aguilera too like mm-hmm. we get okay but no, Nicki ma'am. Minaj Drake mm. like she Miley Cyrus keep your goddamn old ass lips to yourself lady what the fuck bitch you ain't Winifred <laughs> Sanderson why are you trying to suck people's spirit sucking the lives <laughs> right of out of the youth that's how she stays alive and keeps herself going that's how she regenerates every time she starts breaking down she has to find a new young person to suck all the vitality out of that bitch is not fucking slick I see right through Madonna but even if she wasn't like 56 or 60 because you know the Madonna stands are on line now like pissed that everybody is mad because they keep or mad because everybody keeps calling her old and saying she's too old for this and it's a shame how we discard women and all that like girl shut up because you know you don't give one fuck you about how women are treated until your fave comes up can discard a fresh dick in your mouth <laughs> because i don't give a fuck fuck if she was goddamn 22 years old running around here kissing everybody in the music industry in the mouth on stage i'd be like are you well like are you okay <laughs> right, because who does this like who really just goes like, why around do you just like keep this? kissing everybody like we get it but Stop. all right that's enough are you trying to start like a like a hall of fame or just like oh i choose you what the fuck are you doing she's probably trying to redeem herself still because you know i ain't seen it for that bitch ever since she called her son her nigga on Instagram. Do you remember that? And bought him gold teeth and wore some gold teeth and then showed up looking like Leonardo DiCaprio Woo! and Django. Like, she, whatever. I ain't seen it for Madonna's ass ever since then. So every time she fucks up, I'm just like, well, there go another reason not to see it for her ass. But Madonna is like the queen of the shock pop star. You know, she's always been the one who wants to push the envelope. And she opened the door for all of the other pop stars who've been pushing the envelope. I mean, I'm sure Madonna wasn't first. But I'm just saying, like, you know, that's yeah. what she's always done. And that's why her ass was up there dancing with a whole bunch of Satans and fell off the goddamn stage. <laughs> like, she's just always doing too much. Like... We get it. You're a huge star. You don't have to do all of this weird shit right. to be. You're always going to be iconic. Like, 
chill out. But it seems to me that sometimes when these stars start to age and they kind of forget that they're legends, you know, Mariah has that problem real bad and Whitney did too. It's like all of a sudden when y'all hit these mid 40s or so, something happens and they start getting like a little bit nervous. Because I guess that people are going to forget about them and just resort into crazy things. Because they always have some other young pop star that comes right behind them that everyone compares them to. That's what happens with Madonna. That's why that bitch can't stand Lady Gaga. That's why oh. Mariah Carey shades of fuck out of Ariana Grande's little two-bit ass <laughs> whenever the fuck she gets a chance. That's why Lil' Kim didn't see fucking Nicki Minaj and never motherfucking will. That's what it is. Whenever they start to get old, someone who followed their recipe comes along and the younger kids live for them and the older ones are like, fuck that. I'm gonna put my pussy on top of motherfucking young Jeezy's head and here we are. We're just gonna do this. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna let Miley Cyrus dance on my dick. <laughs> like, what? like, all right, girl. Like, I mean, but sweetie, to everything a season, you have made your fucking money you have established your name you is no chance of you going broke in this lifetime or the next so why don't you just sit the fuck down somewhere and enjoy yourself look at Cher like exactly go through all these stunts and shenanigans for what girl I'm wealthy as fuck like and you <laughs> will never take that away from me ever I can stay at the house for a solid decade and the queens will still live for me right like that's one Madonna could literally just be like well I'm gonna be at home and I'm just gonna you know make my Baby, some grape Kool Aid or whatever the fuck it is she does at her goddamn house, and, and that like, be it. and it's never going to change the fact that she's Madonna and she's super. She's still gonna be iconic, right? So, so why like, stop trying to spread the kissing disease? Exactly. Stop fucking with y'all's legacies. I don't get that shit. I would have gone straight home and drank some like raw apple cider vinegar, bitch. When I t- I would have gargled the fuck out of some bleach. Like, let's go on and rinse these germs the fuck out of my mouth immediately because I just can't even imagine what madonna smells it tastes like Ugh. yuck Ugh. why would you say that i mean because you we know really i have, have to a keep very drake lifted up in prayer you, you know think i'm about sensitive the... about smell and taste <laughs> bitch you i'm sorry i don't even know why you would set that up like that i'm just saying so um a lot of people have seemed to be concerned about rihanna oh girl do we really have to do this after a video popped up I never saw this video. Maybe it was on Snapchat. I saw it. I think it was on Instagram. Okay. Well. Because you know I don't know how to work no fucking Snapchat. But the thing about it is I almost deleted Snapchat because I it's nothing but literally me and like Tay and maybe six, seven of the people that I follow <laughs> on there. Okay. And Rihanna said one day on Instagram, oh, I'm on, Rih- I'm on Instagram. I mean, I'm on Snapchat. <laughs> My name is Rihanna. <laughs> Whatever. Go follow me. And it's literally one of her like childhood friends or somebody and probably their phone (laughs) made a snapchat account with her name and said well i'm just gonna record you and this is your snapchat and she was probably like all right girl because she seems to hate it but it's great (laughs) because it's so like i just want to be like a friend of hers for the day just like for a day all she does is just smoke weed and listen to her own fucking music and like jam out and play with that adorable ass baby Mm -hmm. and like eat snacks yeah like rihanna's living the life anyway so they were at Coachella recently, probably for Drake, um, which I still think is so cute that she's just like, you know, whenever I just want some dick and I guess he's there. Do you think that's what it is? Because it seems to me she's just at Coachella to. You no, know, I feel like she's probably just there to fuck with it. I mean, even on. <laughs> no, not fuck him. Like, fuck oh, with him. Okay. You know, like his friends. I Because even on Snapchat, <laughs> at one point, like at the first day or maybe second day of terrible. her Snapchat experience. No, the very first day that she had like joined Snapchat or whatever. She was smoking a blunt and listening to 
if you're reading this, it's too late. So I think that they're just like, she, I don't know. They're probably just kindred spirits. I don't feel like it's a love thing. Well, maybe they but fuck every way, now and then. Probably. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Either way, I live for it. Okay. So Rihanna's at Coachella. I guess they were at, in like a trailer or on the bus or something. And, you know, having a good time listening to some reggae music and just without me. But it's fine. <laughs> you, <laughs> just, you seem a little pained. So in this particular clip, she has like something in her hand, something rolled up in her hand, and she pinches her nose at one point. She's like sitting across, like whatever. And so some idiot posted this on, I guess, his Instagram and said, oh, Rihanna's caught doing cocaine and blah, blah, blah. And so this whole thing about Rihanna sniffing coke on her tour bus starts. Now, when I watched the video, of course, I'm late. Mm-hmm. When I watched the video, it seemed to me that she had like it looked like she had a joint in her hand. Yeah, I was like, unless she, it's like a rolled up piece of paper or something, because I, you know, I know people. I mean, she stayed with a joint in her hand though, so that's not a stretch or a blunt, whatever. But right. she stays smoking, so I'm like, all right, whatever. But when she pinched her nose, she pinched both sides of her nose. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know the coke protocol, so you're gonna have to help me out. Here's the thing. If Rihanna sniffs coke, it wouldn't change my personal opinion of her because mm-hmm. I just assume everybody in Hollywood sniffs coke. If you are going to, if a celebrity using cocaine is going to change the way that you feel about them, they just don't get invested in any celebrity. <laughs> Nelly just got pulled over and they found meth on his goddamn bus. <laughs> right. So, I mean, they're just all out here. Meth, the preferred drug of trailer parks all across America. Nelly. With meth. My nigga, you have made... The sponsor made of Orange is the New Black. Entirely too much money to be on fucking meth, my nigga. Like, have some standards about meth? yourself. Have some class. So, all I'm saying is, like, I, I know people that do mm-hmm. coke. It's not my thing of... My t- drug of choice. Mm-hmm. Never will be. I just can't get with, like, man-made drugs. Yeah. You know, and I also have a sensitivity about my nostrils. Okay. I don't like anything going in there. I don't like and whether doctor... it is Coke, poppers, fucking... I don't even like nasal sprays. <laughs> I can't... I just don't like it. Okay. So, my doctor said that you can tell when people... That he, like, when he gets new patients... He asks, obviously, if they've done drugs or whatever, and they always say no. And then when he's doing the examination, he's like, you know, when I look into your nostrils, I can see where you've done the coke. (laughs) I can see where the coke has eroded all this shit up in here. Like, do you want to tell me the truth now? Because I can see your coke. It's all in here. So, like, don't even bother with the lies. Looking like frozen in there. I don't care if Rihanna does coke. Now, she did come out and say, bitch, you know there ain't no goddamn coke. I don't think she was doing cocaine, but if she was, I wouldn't give a fuck. And I just also wouldn't think that her friends being right there in such a like like it's not like she's out in public and just doing a bump you know on a ferris wheel or some shit like she's on like a bus or something with her friends if she was doing coke i don't feel like her friends would be recording her doing it but either way i don't give a shit that's a real new york attitude though for me especially because i know like a few years ago when i was living in Oklahoma, i would have thought something was very wrong with you if you were doing coke because that's just not some regular ass shit that people do you know what i'm saying like niggas smoke weed 
But anything other than that, it's just like, oh, girl, not nah, like I don't know. But I think being up here and being around all these godless people and everybody who just kind of does whatever the fuck they want to and people don't give a shit about anything except being happy. And in L.A. It's well, that's like, because well, everyone there I mean, it. everyone in L.A. does come like everybody. But it's so commonplace to me now that when the rumors came out, it was just like, do y'all not work under the assumption that all these celebrities do coke? Because I do. Well, the thing about it. I work under the assumption that everybody except Blue Ivy is on coke. If you've never seen someone do coke, like, in person or, like, the first time is jarring. It is. Like, the first time I saw somebody do coke in front of me, I was just like, oh. (laughs) It was just kind of like, oh, it's just right there. Like, I was just did it. I was just looking around like the teacher's going to walk in and you niggas are going to be in trouble. It's just so quick. And it's like, oh, all right. Oh, so it just happened. All right. It's just like, everybody calm down. Like, it's just like... The first time I've ever right. seen it. It was a little weird, but I don't, whatever. I don't know. I just, I get it because cocaine is like this drug that has this. And like people who are like serious cokeheads. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a joke or anything. Like, no. coke can absolutely fuck your life up. Yes. It's not that we take it lightly. It's just that we've seen so many people do it that it's just kind of like, ah, uh, eh. Like, I've seen so many niggas have unprotected sex. I mean, this is very unhealthy. <laughs> I mean, we're just talking Huge about risk. Things that could destroy you. Not like, to, And almost everybody is addicted to one drug or the other. I tend not to give people a lot of shit unless their drug use interferes with them being able to get basic shit done. I mean, because for the most part, I have jumped from one drug to the other as far as dependency is concerned since I was like 17 years old. Going from coffee to alcohol to whatever the fuck else, you know, like it's always one thing or the other. So I just find it. I'm really not trying to judge nobody for maybe using coke recreationally as long as they're not out here acting a goddamn idiot like Lindsay Lohan or whatever. Then girl, whatever. Because some people be like so heavy on that coke shit. They around you and it's like they're, it's like coke has to be acting like they're drunk and also on like. Nine hundred yeah. twenty-five thousand six hundred Red Bulls. I was. Have you seen what? Have you seen the Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Did you see the way the white people acted? After but they, they were like on a whole bunch quaaludes and all kinds of shit. I never heard. Should I have Google? <laughs> the white people so were I don't doing know all kind of drugs that. in that movie. But I mean, I don't know. Whatever. And the other thing I know, like the other day, like literally the day before I read this story, I was on Instagram and JoJo, who I love, posted this meme. It was of Robert Downey Jr. And it said at the top, it was like, in 2001, he was arrested for having cocaine in his system. In 2012, he's worth $85 million. And the caption said, you never know where someone's story will go. And I was like, huh, well, I feel like the common American story for a white male is cocaine and a whole bunch of money. Like, like. A white man being arrested for being high on coke and still being incredibly rich and having success in this country. It's not a rare story. It's right. a fiscal year. That's not a ama- Who the fuck posted that shit? I don't know. That's not unbelievable that a white man manages to succeed despite having a drug problem. The system is set up for you motherfuckers, motherfuckers to succeed any damn way. So, of course, you can succeed while on drugs. It's more of a story of a white man manages to fuck himself up and then not redeem himself. Because how many opportunities have they given Robert and Charlie Sheen and all the rest of these white fuckers and they're gonna do the to get their shit, shit together? From Miley Cyrus and Justin Bieber and oh, everybody fuck in the fuck here. else. I'm but not giving you, you no goddamn pat on the back. Your rich you ass. You saw Rihanna sniffing coke. Girl, whatever. Anyway. I just don't feel no type of way. Honestly, that's one subject that I've really changed my opinion on over the past few years. As long as whatever you doing ain't hurting me, 
or is not, you know, entertaining to me, then I don't really give a fuck one way or the other. Anyway, she read the fuck out of whoever that nigga was that posted that shit. And I heard that they like, they were calling Baltimore City. Maybe he lives in Baltimore or maybe it was Philly. I don't know. But they were like contacting like police, like the Navy. Like, oh, he's a rapist. Like they were. Whoa, damn. All kinds of like. A rapist? I hope not. But they were doing all kinds of shit trying to ruin that man's life. I mean, but also don't put up a video of somebody saying they did something if you don't know 100% for sure that they did it. Because if you can be sued, you will be. Like, that was dumb as fuck, girl. You should have thought twice about that. People not just going to let you come out here and spread lies about them. So that's all for bitch you guessed it. I'm so proud of you for not fucking screaming in my ear again, my nigga. You never know. No, because that shit was so wrong. No. Hey, let me just take my headphones off because I'm not fucking with you today. Hey, you guys. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter.com. Are you looking for a job? The economy is heating up and there are thousands of open jobs from companies hiring near you right now. All you have to do is find them. But with so many job boards out there, it might be hard to find where to start. Well, all you got to do is go right on down to ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can search jobs from hundreds of job boards in one place for free. Apply with just one click to the jobs you want right from ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Finding a job has never been faster. So find work in dozens of fields such as healthcare, sales, office administration, and much more. Plus, on ZipRecruiter.com, you can get daily personalized jobs for free thanks to ZipRecruiter's intelligent job matching. Each week, people apply to one million jobs they found on ZipRecruiter, and now you can too. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash read to search jobs for free now. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-E-A-D. With ZipRecruiter, you're just a few clicks away from getting hired so search jobs for free now and grab that great job before somebody else near you does at ziprecruiter.com slash read that's ziprecruiter.com slash r-e-a-d and now let's get back to the show amen and now we're back to the goddamn show and now we got some letters for y'all no, All right, that was the remix. Yeah, I don't know. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and let's just dive right on in this week. Our first question, I <laughs> just want you to know that the subject for this email says, Did I overreact? So <laughs> that's the question I feel we're like answering the today. Is going to be yes. Today's letter comes from Dijanae and it says, So recently. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend fell on hard times and I told her she could move from New Jersey to Florida where I live until she can get on her feet again. Before she moved, we set up an agreement of things I approve and disapprove of in my house. I'm a hardworking woman who enjoys peace, quiet and minding my own business. And one of the big things on my list is that there are no men allowed in my house. I live alone and I'm single, so I see it as a safety concern. And also, if I'm not getting none, nobody in my house is getting it. Okay. Well, that's petty, but valid. One day I went to work. I mean, girl, when I finished, one day I went to work and got off an hour or two early. I came home and she was laid up on my couch that I paid for where she pays no bills with the dude that she used the day before she moved, dressed in his T-shirt and nothing else. I went off. What? Yes. (laughs) I went off and told her she had 30 minutes to pack her shit, wipe down my couch, vacuum my living room, clean up the bathroom and get the fuck out. 
While I was screaming at her, I saw her nigga trying to creep out the door and I told his black ass to wait because he was taking her in with him. I feel like I worked too hard for everything I have and I didn't even have to let her in my house. She doesn't even pay any bills and she's been calling me ever since and I just don't want to be bothered. What would you have done in this situation and did I go too far by kicking her out? All right, Dijanae. What do you think? So... Do I need to? What do I need to clarify for you? Because you look like you missed a couple of facts. <laughs> you know, DJN did always seem jealous of Penny, and the problem <laughs> with that was that you didn't want it to be that way because you just want dark skin, light skin people to get along and coexist. Yeah, and you know, fight the Zoes of the world, really. Um, <laughs> Is this too much? That would you kick? That made no sense. <laughs> no, I mean, you was what you um, say. No, I feel like I wouldn't have kicked her the fuck out but if you make it clear that you didn't want no niggas in your house and she brought a nigga over there anyway then that's a clear violation and something should have been done mm-hmm. um i just don't know if i would have gone that far yeah i don't know if i would have gone that far either i definitely would you know there would have been an out cussing right. but i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i would have kicked her out yeah it just seems like that was maybe going a little bit too far like the fact that you just kind of went off on her and, and like, told her screamed. to clean up all your shit right. and all that stuff wipe off the First couch of all, and vacuum the living room and all like girl listen if i'm leaving then i'm leaving i but am I'm not leaving cleaning before i go girl. and you, you can wipe this up. shit up your good goddamn <laughs> self because what you're doing right now is tripping okay let me <laughs> like, <laughs> no, all of a sudden. because clean up your house on top of you kicking me out like I know. Like, but okay, I broke the rule. Fine, you're going to kick me out. I feel like it's excessive, but whatever. That's your right. It's your you house. You have the right. I'll leave. You but can I'm not going to clean your house up before I go. You can make up whatever monkey-ass rule you want to in your house. And there's nothing anybody can do about it but follow it or get the hell out. Like, you have that right. So I'm not even saying, like, you shouldn't have created the rule about no niggas being in your house. Because you can do that. And you can have whatever justification you want for it. Because it's your fucking house. And don't nobody pay the Jeez. bills but you. You, my dear, Dijanae. Nobody likes a cock block. Nobody likes a cock block. And what you're being Well, then go get you some cock in somebody else's house. Because, and it's not even just, because if she wanted, I feel like that's essentially what it is and nothing more. You know, this is a nigga that she was dating before she moved or whatever. Like, he need to put some goddamn clothes on and respect (laughs) her couch. You know what I'm saying? But to be like, oh, well, she can't have no niggas in in the house because if I'm not getting no dick, then nobody can. Like, the fuck? Like. It's petty and dumb, but it's her house. Like, you can't. You, there's nothing you can say to be like, oh, well, that shouldn't be your rule. Because if you want to have a stupid-ass rule in your house, you can. I'm not saying it shouldn't be your rule, but I'm saying that you clearly created this rule because you need to get some things going on. <laughs> maybe it's been too long for you personally, girl. And maybe you just need just too much. a good dicking down and you don't want to be reminded that other people are getting dicking. You not, which again, I understand. Like, I get it. And you know but, what? It's 2015. There are plenty of ways for you to get dicked down without having to deal with a nigga attached to it. Well, maybe she's not trying to get on the apps. Not the apps. I'm talking about, you know, the artificial kind. Okay. All right. Well. Because at least then you don't have to deal with, like, lies and, 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 you know, you ain't got to, you don't ever have to put a dildo's thumb on a touch ID. That's true. But it's just never the same. It's just never... I it's mean, not like sex toys ever really replaced. I've never used any. So okay, really... so that's why you speak well, so confidently. <laughs> okay, you know what? Let's not get too personal on this. So I think, um, you know what, ma'am? I would not have kicked her out. I definitely would have taken her to the side and been like, let me just remind you real quick about my house and how I like things done. I don't ever want to come home and see your bald-ass pussy on my couch. <laughs> I don't ever want to see that shit. 
<laughs> ever the fuck again. <laughs> like, but I she also was wouldn't have for that though. Like, <laughs> that was absolutely out of line. And you know, she like, just—it was like you know how, like, how your mama said you had to get the house clean before she come home, and you thought she was gonna be home at six, but she came home at four thirty and beat your ass. Like, this is that situation. You thought you had some time to fuck around with your man before your roommate came home, and you didn't. So you fucked up as far as that was concerned. As far as the other friend, not the landlady, but. Yeah, girl, I wouldn't have kicked her out behind that. Just would have talked to her about. Oh myself. my goodness! I bet you this, they just saw Dustin's play. This is Dustin's play. <laughs> Wait, you remember in Dustin's play? Oh my god! In and then that ain't shit. You just need to don't just go see, it. see. Listen, why are you? It just reminds me of Dustin's play. <laughs> you all right? So good luck, Dijanae. Our next letter comes from Claire, who is a white girl. Um, <sighs> it's relevant to or, the question. Oh, okay. <clears throat> You will never hear me say the N-word in conversation. This is literally her first I would hope the fuck so. You will never hear me say the N-word in conversation or call anyone that black or white. You goddamn right. Even when my black friends try to give me permission, it is not something I'm interested in saying because I don't need anyone being hurt by my words. (laughs) You sure? If this was the end of the letter, then there would be no issue. However, (laughs) I go to a lot of rap concerts and I sing along. The answer is no. What's the next one? Sometimes that includes... The answer is no and what is... I'm not even done gonna be accused of being racist i already know what claire's ass sometimes that includes saying the n-word i'm sure you've experienced this at concerts how do you feel about it i've never perceived any negative reactions from black people around me but i've recently seen things about it online i'm not trying to offend or hurt anyone but it feels to me that it's silly to say white people have to censor published lyrics by artists that we love i'm not allowed to sing along to some of my favorite artist music that i really feel Thanks for putting out the read. I love it. Do you really feel like a nigga, Claire? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking so about? So you're just going to go straight in guns blazing. <laughs> what are you, what the fuck are you talking about? Claire wants if to someone, know. If some rapper or any artist that I liked said a word that I was uncomfortable with as much as you tried to seem like you are with those first two sentences, then I just wouldn't say the word. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of things. There are plenty of things that rappers have said in songs that I've just been like, whoa and i just don't repeat that part or maybe not even get i may not even get life from that song now i find it incredibly hard for you to find a rap song that doesn't have the word nigga in right it. however to me to be like oh well i just want to be at the motherfucking three six concert <laughs> and i just want to nig along with every all these other niggas like <laughs> no girl that's not really it and i feel like there's no point in asking us to justify for you your use of nigga because that's essentially what you're doing you want us to say well girl we get it you're at the rap show you're feeling it and this is your motherfucking song and it's no big deal if you just you know sing out nigga and sway along with the crowd but the fact of the matter is if regardless of whether anybody around you perceives to be upset or not you have to make sure that you're fully prepared to deal with the consequences of you saying nigga in public now what you say in your own car your own home where no one else can hear obviously i just i'm not i can't tell you yes or no don't do it but there are no repercussions there if you are at a show and you say nigga and the wrong niggas around you and beat your motherfucking face in i don't want to hear your goddamn tears that's really all it is there it is i don't give a damn white people if you say nigga we know y'all say nigga okay we're not come on y'all invented it we know y'all say it but when you say it around us you running the risk of getting your ass whooped and i don't have no fucking sympathy for you if you do rap show supermarket bank no matter where you are that's it that's really it like this is okay claire 
I'm gonna put it like this because I understand we got niggas in Paris and I don't know, <laughs> trap nigga, hood nigga, all these songs, but nigga in the title and all nigga, kinds nigga, of nigga. stuff. But you know, Rihanna's talking about niggas and bitch better have whatever. I get it. You still are very clear on the weight that the word carries. You claim that you don't say the word or that you don't like the word except mm-hmm. for when you're at a concert and the word comes up. So I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to even try and find the logic or help you come to a decision or whatever. It's your choice. If you want to say nigga at the Juicy J concert, (laughs) then that is your business. Mm -hmm. Now, if a black person hears it and take offense to it, which they have the right to, Mm -hmm. and they decide to step to you, you use that logic that you have and see how far it gets you. Yeah. If you know... You go ahead and explain to that black person that you were just really feeling the song and that's why you said it. Right. let me know how that goes. Saying nigga what, nigga who, when Jay-Z goes on tour again, if, you know, <laughs> it's worth possibly getting your throat chopped, then do, do you. Like, right. I'm not the one who's going to get my ass whipped for it. <laughs> right. So do whatever you want to do. I just don't think that it's a good idea. And I don't think that the idea of, oh, well, the rapper that I like said some really offensive shit that I'm not comfortable with, but I'm just going to say it because they said it. It's stupid. That's like saying that if J. Cole jumped off a bridge, I'm going to do it too. Right. Just make sure, make sure you can assume the responsibility that comes along with saying nigga because it's not just some um, free for all and you can just say whatever the fuck you want to at whatever show and people are just going to get over it. Like, make sure you're ready to accept the consequences of your actions, sweetheart. That's really it. Right. All right. Our last letter comes from Anonymous. So let's call him Martin. And Martin no. said, why? Because this could be a letter that is terrible and I don't want it to have anything to do with Martin. But okay, let's lame him, Bussy Kitten. Bussy, do you know how many people cussed me out for that Bussy Cat shit last week? Like it was my fault. What? I was like, how you just gonna say Bussy Cat and keep going? Like, bitch, you know, one year damn. I mean, say no shit like that. So whoever you just said, whatever name you just made up. Oh, Bussy Kitten writes. Since childhood, I have been a deeply melancholic person. That That, coupled with my mental illness, which is OCD, anxiety slash depression, has made me very sensitive to some things that other people would be able to easily face. Recently, my friend's grandmother passed away. And though I knew his grandmother, we did not have a relationship. The funeral is coming up and I'm really wearing about attending. I really want to be there for my friend in his time of mourning, but I fear this funeral may be too much for me. And that being around death and sadness will trigger some feelings that are hard to bury. Am I being selfish about wanting to stay home or is it understandable that this is a distressing situation for me? And even if it is understandable, should I still attend? I know you two will keep it real. Hmm. So this is the thing. Bussy kitten. I actually think this may be a young lady. I feel like we should have just named him Martin now. I feel kind of bad and ridiculous. I mean, this. you, it's fine though. I did this. It's okay. You did. Um... <laughs> Because I understand, like, depression, I understand, like, mental anxiety, illnesses, and that sort of thing. If you know, like, how serious it is for you, I think that there's nothing wrong with saying to your friend, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it. You know, like, I think that... That it really may be too much for me health wise to really bear like I'll be there for you like if you really want me to come like if you really want me to Jesus no like if you really want for me 
to be there, I will absolutely. But I just want you to know, like, health wise, like emotional wise, I'm not sure if that's something that I'll be able to get through. I don't think that there's anything wrong with explaining that to them. Like, unless yeah. you. I mean, this is your best friend. It's not like some random associate or something like that. So you would think it was somebody who already understands that you have, you know, your own mental health issues to deal with. And you're probably not the the number one person you would call on to be like your support system during a funeral or whatever. I think my first question would be, do you need or want me there? Like, I think that's where I would start with my friend because some people like when I experience death in my family, I like to be very, I like to be left alone, Mm -hmm. please. I just want to be isolated. I don't need you to check on me. I don't need nobody to sit up under me. I just want to be by my fucking self. So it may be that your friend does not even really need you to be there during the funeral or whatever else especially if they have other family that's going to be there like right that could be the sort of situation where maybe they don't like you might be stressing yourself out about this and your friend is just like girl like right it's whatever anyway talk to them. right talk to your friend about it and be like you know is this something where you need me here or do you want me here and then if they say oh you know i know this is really not your thing then you just kind of off the hook but I feel like if you just talk to him about it, there's no reason why this has to be like an an issue issue. Like, I don't think your friend wants you to be tortured and like at their grandmother's funeral, like and you're just like distraught and can't handle it. And then you are. In going fact, into you never know. Your friend else. may want to go there and be super strong. And you there having a breakdown may be like worse. What? Yeah. What, so, what knocks them down? Like, right. Because for me, seeing people that I love upset or crying is what makes me cry. Same. I can almost always not cry. Like I can almost. No, I'm a cry regardless, <laughs> but it makes it worse yeah especially my mama bro i cannot stand to see my mama cry so but anyway like stuff like this i feel like if i were your friend i would be like listen girl i know this is not your forte and i'm cool regardless like if we could just meet up after the funeral and go smoke or just talk or whatever (laughs) like honestly that's what i need out of a friend i don't really need you to be there during the actual service itself especially because my family's gonna be there and honestly i would probably rather just want to be around them anyway it's just Mm -hmm. like a personal preference but talk to your friend about it i feel like y'all can work this out without anybody you know having hurt feelings or having to put themselves through undue stress and make sure that you definitely look after your health and your um you know, your mental state and make sure that it's, it is always very important to you because you really shouldn't. Like, if you do seriously have, like, if you do seriously struggle with depression or anxiety and stuff like that, I don't feel like you should put yourself in positions where you know you're going to have, like, an episode or it's going to be fucked up right. if you don't have to, you mm-hmm. know? And if this is your closest friend, then I feel like they should understand that about you anyway. Like, it just sounds like maybe right. you're a little bit nervous about having the conversation and that's understandable, but you just got to go for it and just be like, look, girl, let's talk about this now before the day of the funeral rolls around. And then I'm just like, uh, sorry, I can't come. Like, you right. don't want that situation. So good luck to y'all. If you have a question, you can send it to ask three at gmail.com and we will be right back. Hey guys, don't forget to check out our dope sponsors over at Squarespace. They are responsible for our website, this is thereed.com, and Squarespace is where you can go to create your own professional website, blog, online store, portfolio, whatever it is you need. Squarespace is simple, powerful, and beautiful. They have 24-7 support via live chat and email. It's only $8 a month, and you get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. They feature responsive design, so your website scales to look great on computers or phones. They have an e 
e-commerce option so that you can set up your own online store. They have cover pages and it's great for photography sites and portfolios. So again, head on over to squarespace.com and enter offer code READ to get 10% off. Yes, that's right. You can start a trial with no credit card required. Now, how y'all feel about that? And start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code READ to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the show. We thank Squarespace for their support. Build it beautiful with Squarespace. Right now, today, go get your life. Let them know we sent you. And let's get back to the show. So, it's time for the read now. Oh, and this week we're doing something a little different, aren't we? This is I a little different. I guess you could say, well, it's literally what we do I was gonna say, like every week. <laughs> Actually, our reads kind of just, we always end up just talking about each other's shit all the time. So this is pretty, this is pretty typical for us. Well, I meant in the sense of talking about uh, white people and uh, black. Okay. Well, yes, that too. Um. So, yeah, this past, I think it was Friday in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Where I'm from, actually. Where you are. Yeah. Entirely from. Mm-hmm. Um, they had an incident with another cop. Well, I don't even know if you would call no, this no. man that. Not a cop. A reserve deputy by the name of Robert Bates shot an unarmed black man uh, named Eric Harris. There's video of it, which I did not watch. Now, I would like to start this by saying, please do not take uh, my tone or any of this the wrong way. I'm just, I feel at this point, accustomed to talking about police or police-like white individuals (laughs) shooting unarmed black folk. Mm. So, Literally a -a rent-a-cop. Literally. Literally paid enough money to get a badge and a gun. Like So this story, this guy Robert Bates, they're chasing this guy Eric down and eventually they I guess they were able to pin him down and he's calling out Taser Taser as mm-hmm. if he's about to tase this guy, then shoots him with an actual gun. Yeah. And says, Oh shit, I shot him or whatever, whatever. They have this man pinned down, he's bleeding out, he's crying, saying that he's losing his breath, and a cop with like his knee on him says, Fuck your breath. Now the man Robert Bates is a seventy three year old mm-hmm. insurance executive. And I'm reading a quote. And a wealthy donor to the sheriff's department. This man is a reserve. If you don't know what a reserve deputy it is. Oh, I know. It is essentially someone who is not a police officer, but just has enough free time in their schedule to where they can run around with police officers (laughs) and just kill niggas. Yes. Like, that's just, they're just allowed to just, what? I had no idea that this was not normal. I thought everybody's city had this rich white people who paid enough money to get guns. This was not even surprising to me. That's the most fucked up part. I had never heard a no shit like this in my <laughs> life, but it was not surprising to me that if you have a certain amount of money or if you look a certain a certain way or if you're in a certain class that you can just be like, oh, well, you know, here, I'll take a three hour class this week and, you know, give me a... A little piece of paper and a gun, and let's just, just start insanity. taking out these niggers. So, that's what happened in this situation. The Of course, no one's doing anything about it. They said no crime was committed, and 
No policy violations occurred. And they even have a term called, where is it, where is it? Because this is what really gagged the fuck out of me. God damn, I'm so sick of this. There's a term for when a cop or someone is slips and capture. A police term for when someone does one thing while believing they are doing something else in a high-stress situation. Now, that part was interesting to me because the first thing I thought when I read this is how on earth um, is someone who is given the right to enforce the law Come on. running around confusing a taser with a gun? Now, I've seen all kinds of tasers. I've seen all kinds of guns. I have never once been a part of a police academy. I've never once had anything to do with the police Mm -hmm. academy. Um, But I feel very confident (laughs) in my ability to identify um, the differences between a taser and a gun. So if you can't do that, maybe you shouldn't have either one. Maybe you shouldn't have the freedom to run around with weapons and just be firing them. I am just so... A 73-year-old man. Well, there it is. Clearly, this bitch has glycoma, cataracts, (laughs) astigmatism, myopia, and rose-colored sunglasses. Because that bitch can't see shit. Don't forget racist. Because racist is all up in this shit. And the fact that this police officer, not the one who did the shooting, but another one, actually had the fucking nerve to say, fuck your breath, to a dying man. like. So, again, it just reinforces <sighs> the clear um, evidence for me and many other people that the cop badge is the new cone white mask. It is the new pony Come white on. mask. <laughs> It is literally like, I remember when I was in elementary school and kids used to tell me stories about the KKK. True stories, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when we were like in first, second grade, it was like like a boogeyman story. And I remember going home and talking to my mom like about the KKK. My mom having to, exp- like, I remember like her having to explain to me like, you know, well, this is a thing that happens, but we're like in South Dade. So, you know, I don't think, <laughs> you know, like, but she had to like really explained to me like what it all was and I went back to the school with proper knowledge but I remember the first time I heard about the KKK I was afraid I was going to get off the bus or come home from school and there was going to be a burning cross in my lawn and these niggas going to take us out so now the kids just their horror stories for black ones anyway it's just it's not a white mask and a white robe it's a badge it is and you wonder why you have people like Kai Peterson. Have you heard? Did you read the story on The Advocate about Kai Peterson? Oh, Lord. The trans man in Georgia who was raped and shot his rapist and is doing like 20 years in prison. What? For involuntary manslaughter. No way. Read the story. It is absolutely mind blowing. We're talking, this is a black trans man Uh who was, and I believe this was the second time that he was raped. And carried a gun around for protection, yeah. right? Was raped by some drunk guy in a trailer park. Shot this guy after his brothers came and like pulled the man off of him. Uh-huh. Killed him and because I'm sorry. I just I got hit with emotion. Okay. I'm just really sorry. It's okay. Because he is black, yeah. already knew and on top of that trans 
already knew what time it was. Like, I can't call the police because I know they're they're not going to do shit for me. I'm sorry. Okay. I read this whole entire story on Advocate, and it was just, like, crazy to me that not only, like, you're talking about a man that was raped and, like, shot this guy in self-defense and still knew that nobody was going to do anything about it, so took actions and took it upon himself to take care of himself because he didn't know what else to do. And the cops came and found him, and they were lucky enough to get, like, involuntary manslaughter. And even, Just read the story. It's on Advocate. But what I'm saying is... This sounds a fucking mess. That is, again, like, that's what we have to deal with as black people, as people of color, like... The cops don't give a fuck about us. We're talking about a whole bunch of dumbasses who never had shit in fucking high school. Nobody liked them. We're talking about people with, like, these just ridiculous power, like, these obsessions with power. And, like, when Shonda Rhimes had that whole episode with the black um, boy who was shot. And they had that scene with the white cop who was screaming about authority. I was like, get her off. Get that bitch out of here. No one wants to hear your explanations, Whitey. Like, I was just like, I'm not doing this. But that's what it is. That's really how they feel. like, how dare you not respect me because I have the badge and you are a nigger. You are nobody. How the, you can afford a phone. Like, that's all this is. And it's just frustrating as fuck because police brutality and, like, the murder of innocent black people are not even just innocent black, but unarmed black people. Because crime aside, let's say Eric Harris, like punch somebody's mama at a church or whatever, like something fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. and was on the run from the law. Like, we, you can name several white people who have like blown up movie theaters and like triathlons and like killed their whole families and ate them. Mm-hmm. And the cops will show up and be like, are you all right? Do you need a water? <laughs> Is there anything? Well, okay, well, we've got to go down to the police station. I hate to do this. Not going to cuff you, but if you could just come along with us. They take every precaution to make sure they take that motherfucker And then these motherfuckers are on the cover of Time Magazine if they didn't shoot themselves first out of cowardice. Like. But we can just be running. (laughs) Just. From the literal monsters in this country. Them are the bitches that you need to be afraid of. Not us. Right. Like, not us. If you so scared, you walk down the street and you see a black boy or whatever in a hoodie with some fucking candy and a juice, and you're scared of that motherfucker, imagine how the fuck he feels about your white asses and your guns and badge. Because he knows that you can shoot him square in the eye for nothing, and nobody will do anything about it. Right. So not only do we have to worry about police brutality, we also live knowing that if something fucked up does happen to us, there's no point really in calling the police because the justice system does not give a damn about us. And on the flip side of the same fucking cube, you have the case in South Carolina with Michael Slager, the police officer who shot and killed Walter Scott as he was running away. Listen to me. Running away is a perfectly natural reaction when you are faced with the police because you already know you're about to die. Like black and I'm face to face with a police officer by myself. I'm automatically scared. Even if I ain't did shit, even if I've done everything, I'm scared as fuck because I know how the fuck y'all are. But 
the thing about it, the, the whole thing is that the the lie that Michael Slager came up with would have just been accepted as truth. And that would have just been the end of it. Had that passerby not been taking the video. And this is what we've been screaming at y'all for decades. And he said that he was decades. Almost, he almost deleted it, I think. He said he almost deleted He First of all, he was scared and says he's still scared for his life, which I completely understand. I would understand. Because look at these motherfuckers. Number two, like this man said that he gave the police every opportunity to tell the truth. He was like, I'm not even going. He wasn't even going to leak the video. He wasn't going to put it out. He wasn't going to take it to the press. Nothing. If they just didn't try to act like the man that Walter Scott didn't deserve it. But that's exactly what they did. They came right out and was like, oh, well, he was tussling for the taser. So, you know, I had no choice but to kill this nigga. And that's when the man was like, okay, I have to come out with this video. He went to the family, um, I think right after the funeral and was like, I have something to show y'all that's gonna, you know, rock your fucking world, basically. And so that's how it got to this point. But why is it that it's always y'all's word against us? Why is it all, and not even against us, but that your word is automatic accepted us. as fact it just cancels no matter the what fuck we, we say, say it doesn't out. even matter what we say because they are looking for reasons for the white man to be justified or vindicated every fucking time and just like you said like it's not even that we're innocent or that we're all good people or whatever but you don't kill white folks for 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 killing other white folks you don't even shoot and kill white people when they have they killed other white people will walk into galleria and set the whole shit on fire and sit there and wait for the cops to come and be like girl y'all have wasted all of my time like what took you so long are the cameras here i'm ready for my close-up like white people just go yeah, around just exactly. killing people just, and it's nothing and wait for their time to shine like the guy who was running what, i don't remember his name the guy who was who drove around shooting all those women and wrote like some whole story about oh, his life in California and how, like what the fuck and nobody if they don't kill themselves the cops just walk in there and are just like well you know hey girl if you want to come in you can or you can just talk about it you know are you okay was it a family thing he's clearly not well he's not well it must be a mental thing yeah because oh, it's always mental illness a white person just walking around and shooting people in the face it just you know like we just we have to have a conversation about it but a black boy could just be walking home and that nigga's gotta die so again it's just a lot i don't it's just I, a lot <laughs> i said before we started this like I'm not, we're going to be lighthearted and I'm not trying to be emotional yeah, or whatever. that was and, what you said. And I tried not to, but I thought about that story that I read that like literally like yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it is just so heartbreaking that like, that we have people that could be helped and should be helped because that is the whole point of your job right. as an officer is to help people that need it in these kinds of situations but we already are conditioned to know that we can't look to these motherfuckers to help us in right. fact we don't even need to look at uh, at them at all because if we look too long or bring too much attention to ourselves they might just kill us Yeah. so it's just really fucking it just sucks a lot and it's eye-opening if it hasn't been before then it should be that the american police force is really just the fucking kkk girl like that's all that it is and they're all very clearly running the streets to maintain the infrastructure of america which is whites need to have everything and they need to always lose and black people need to stay in their place and if you don't like it you're just gonna have to die like that's all it's always going to be we are primary and the others are secondary and it is like the police force that really enforces that bullshit and the white people who benefit from it who don't who act like they don't know and why would you because you shouldn't like 
who who's telling you your parents yeah. no of course they're not you're just living your life white and everything is all the fuck right and you don't understand why we're fucking upset but now you're forced to because we have social media you've got meerkat and, and periscope and hey bitch you looking at me or whatever that these new apps are called <laughs> there's no way for you to <laughs> avoid it like there's no way for you to not see it this is some shit that has been going on forever it's not new right niggas are just like okay well I mean, we've been telling y'all for fucking ever. White people have just never had to listen to us, never had to believe us. And if not for these camera phones and social media, they still would not be fucking believers. And even with the video, they will still look there and try to find a reason to justify us being murdered. When you know good and damn well, if a whole bunch of black police over the next, like, let's say four weeks, let's say black police officers killed unarmed white people who were posing no threat to them. Let's say they just killed, I don't know, six white people over the next four weeks all of a sudden it would be national caucuses and we need to fix the problem with the corrupt police department and why are innocent americans dying they don't give a fuck about us (laughs) it would be the cover of every newspaper the war at home right (laughs) every single one like i'm what's happening to america and tired of this bullshit it's so stupid but again that is the beauty of the age that we're in like social media gets on my last nerve but that is probably one of the biggest benefits of it is that absolutely like now racists are literally scrambling trying to figure out how to like level up their bigotry Mm -hmm. because they can't hide it it's like they're like literally just killing people for no reason on camera for the whole world to see and all they can do is just be like well um I thought I saw a gun. Well, I just his breath. I oh nigga, who cares? And yeah. then that's it. And, and that's, that's really and it. And that's it. And because that's how the, it's always been. The police officer in South Carolina, Michael Slager, it was dead ass straight. It was like he saw that episode of Skeddle and was like, I'm gonna use that next time. Because after he killed this man who posed absolutely no threat he went back and picked up the taser and planted it on him just like the police officer did in that story planted the knife on that boy like it was blatant it was just like and can you imagine how many times they have done this and there was no camera around to prove the truth right that's what i'm saying like it's easy for we know white america it's first of all you have the power you have like the everything you have all of the strings everything is at your command it's easy as fuck to take that word over someone else's word when there's nothing else like there's no proof there's no one there recording it or nothing like think of all of the black people who have died at the hands of police and them niggas have gotten away with it and furthermore people have believed all of the bullshit that the police officers say about us and all of this shit because we black and of course they had crack of course he had a gun of course he had a knife on him of Of course course he had a taser of course he tried to fight me for my weapon of course all of that shit they just believe it because you are a white police officer and they black and that's the goddamn end of it but oh now bitches got the gram and we're coming <laughs> for that ass absolutely i want all these black kids to have free smartphones with internet access and i want every single one of them to be taping this do you know in texas i don't know where at i hope this is not a state law maybe in houston but somewhere in texas they're trying to set up a law or get some bill passed where it's illegal to videotape officers within like 10 feet or some shit we see right through nah, y'all's bro. bullshit so now you want it to be illegal to, to videotape public servants at work do. i'm sure y'all do so that all of your crooked bullshit won't be on display for the whole fucking world to see do y'all know how goddamn embarrassing you are guess what we're not gonna take it
We are not <laughs> gonna take it. Shit I was gonna finish to, it up, but I'm not. Gonna. No, but shit is about to get very real. Like, and I just if 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 the, if social media is good for anything, if you have to reach for one good thing about all these fucking apps. It's the snitching. exposure of this police brutality, I think, is worth all the bullshit for That's the right. for the truth to be coming out about these fucking police officers and how goddamn racist oh, they are, and the fact that y'all are scrambling to justify this shit. Like Michael Slager's attorney, I really wonder what kind of defense you're gonna come up with to justify your client shooting a man who posed no threat and then planning evidence, like planning, trying deliberately setting up this lie. That's why I didn't even girl, girl, say boo when they were talking about he. Was was charged with murder i was like let me know when you go on ahead and lock that bitch up give him a conviction or whatever the fuck because i already know that they're over there thinking they're calling the riders of the haves and have nots in general hospital to come up with whatever fucking excuses of why he did that shit and they could lit i am so confident that they could walk into a courtroom and their defense could literally be a piece of paper in an envelope that says oh well in the middle of it <laughs> like they could literally yes. open up a piece of paper and just it was in just like times new roman 12 oh well and that will be all they need right like unbreakable kimmy schmidt <laughs> like how it could just be right. some bullshit and i totally see them walking in there and just be like oh who gives a fuck well, case dismissed. Like, that's yeah. America. But did you see his bail hearing? He had to go mm. before a black judge. That was particularly delicious for me. I didn't see that. To I actually see haven't. Him, I didn't yes. watch the video. I didn't well, watch Well, no, I video. haven't seen the video. I can't do that. But I have I been keeping that. up with the case otherwise because I really want them to do the fucking right thing. I here. hope they do. They've already taken the death penalty off the table for him, which I think is unfortunate. I feel like Walter Scott's family should be able to execute that man the same way he executed their family member. But he's facing 30 years to life in prison. And I hope he gets. That's it. That. Listen, if convicted, 30 years to life, which is probably as good as we're going to get, honestly. And I feel like people right now are being like, well, damn, do you want something more? Hell yes. I want him dead. I want him fucking (laughs) dead. Allow me. I will pull the trigger and go to sleep at night. I sure the fuck will. Because I have no problem getting rid of one more racist. Peterson in Georgia has to serve 15, 20 years in jail for shooting a man that raped him. I want this bitch to get seven back-to-back lives at the very least. If teachers I want him in jail for this life and the next and those that follow. Like, literally every single day of the rest of your existence, I want you up under the fucking jail. If there are teachers in Georgia who can get seven years in prison and 13 years of probation for helping kids cheat on a test or changing test scores or whatever the fuck. Did you hear about this scandal? Mm -mm. I heard about the story when it first broke last year, but this judge, like, completely just went beyond what anybody could expect to be a rational sentence and it's putting these people in prison for years behind this bullshit and it's just like how do y'all how does this happen how do y'all continuously do this to us and then nothing happens to y'all like nothing so i just yes i really want michael slager fucking dead but if he's not gonna die i want his ass in jail forever i do i want it as well as ever for the rest of fucking time. Fuck if him. anything, if nothing else but to be a shining example, like make an example out of this man and say, look, 
we are recognizing that shit's fucked up and it's been fucked up forever and the only reason we're killing y'all is because we want more for us. Like, right. I'm surprised white people haven't just gone and like invaded South America and just taken that shit too and just like, <laughs> I don't know, taking Tokyo. Like, it's really shiny over there. I'm surprised white people ain't just been stealing more damn like lands. Well, Maybe they are. We don't know. Well, shit, who knows? I just know that this this shit right here, y'all might as well get ready for the change because it's coming. And these kids, look, I, look, 16-year-old Amanda Sandberg at the top of this, she already knows that Katy Perry and Miley Cyrus are out here with some <laughs> bullshit. She already understands. Like, I'm telling you, we need to be talking to these children. And we need to be letting them know white, black, indigo. I don't give a fuck. Kids need to understand. They need to have an understanding of what is going on in the world and that this is some bullshit. And all of that fucking willful, willful ignorance shit needs to stop. All these white people talking about the way to end racism is to stop talking about it please shut up maybe you should stop talking about it because if a tie if a bengal tiger walks into this studio right now i can't say to you crystal let's just not talk about it and bitch, then maybe it'll go away bitch. if that bitch wants to eat our asses alive that's exactly what it's gonna do there's no way to not ending racism right. is not gonna happen by just like acting as if it doesn't anyway and it's not our job to end racism we didn't start it bitch you end it this is your fucking problem you invented this you created this problem. Y'all fix it. You white people with common fucking sense, you have to talk to your racist ass friends and relatives. They're not going to listen to us and you know it. Happen. They're not going to fucking listen to us. Your white asses are going to have you white liberals who swear that you're for progression and you want equality and all this bullshit. You're going to have to be the one to talk to your racist ass grandpa who donates thousands of dollars to the police force and has a fucking gun. So you're going to have to be the one me. to have these conversations, bitches on y'all shit. Everything. You, how are you going to put it on black people to fix the problem that white people created? Oh, just free yourselves from racism. And it will never happen because you know what? If all, if every black person... Don't do it. every <laughs> person of color... No, I'm what? This is the last thing I'm going to say. Okay. If every person of color racists left <laughs> this country and it was nothing but white people in America... Y'all would just kill each other. <laughs> Am I, and let, think about it. Do. It would just become, I mean, yeah, but they would literally like, it would be like, I don't know, like what are animals, like goldfish or some animals that just like eat each other until one's left. I don't know. I can't oh, think then of it. Better, beta fish, beta fish. Whatever. Something like, like that. It would literally just become this whole like struggle for, for power yeah. and all of that is because I just feel like it's naturally ingrained in that racist mind that everything is mine and mine and you are not mm -hmm. deserving of it because I'm better than you because look at me and my wife. <laughs> like, girl, right. not today you're not. Not today you won't. All right. So I think that wraps up another episode of The Read. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter at This Is The Read and check out our website, thisistheread.com. We're can editing see... out my Eon Let's Fix My Life moment. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, it was very real. Nobody, Nobody's taking that out. I'm not I'm not telling them to take that out. And you're not going to be awake in the morning, so I'm going to be the one to prove the show, and it's going to go up. And people are going to hear it because it was real, and it was good. So. Whatever. Do you have any announcements this week? Yes, Mortal Kombat X is amazing. Girl, what? So, Sindel isn't in it, but I really feel like Sindel is going to be DLC at some point. Either way, Sonya Blade is sickening. Shout out to Jackie Briggs, who is Jax's daughter. Actually, you're going to play Mortal Kombat with me sometime soon, but Jackie is like a black okay. character. She's got cornrows, and she is badass combos for days. Either way, all of my nerd friends out there, I'm getting my life. Mortal Kombat is amazing. I almost didn't make it today because of 
just can't get away from it. It's okay. Such a great game. I'm so glad you're having fun with that. Real announcements, though. <laughs> okay. Um, because you know I don't. Whatever. Facebook, Twitter. I just literally just did that. Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, we do have an Instagram now that somebody is updating. You can follow us on Instagram at This Is the Read and the Green Experiment on YouTube. Yes, so on and such forth. Also, you can see a list of our upcoming live shows at thereadlive.com or this is thereadcom to see where we'll be next and if we'll be in your city. I think that's all I have. Why don't they go to? They need to go someplace and start suggesting dates. We've got like proposed dates for the well for the fall Mm -hmm. but you know i'm interested in seeing if there's maybe a city that we haven't done that a lot of people would like for us to come out to okay that's i think the um the mode that we're on right now but other than that i don't think that we have so i think maybe just email us or tweet us or comment on facebook or whatever if you'd like us to come near city and we'll see you know, maybe hashtag some places. bring the read. Okay, there you go. Bring the, read. bring the read. Yeah, hashtag bring the read, and then put your city, put a space, and then put your city girl. Yeah, because put you a space. Tell, you have to Cause, put because we're gonna because we just need to track the all city. the responses, and then we'll just because that's how a hashtag works when you click on it. Yeah, so it has to be separate from the hashtag the city. Name. But all of y'all don't. But some people will put like bring the read Houston, but then some some of y'all will put like H Town, no, no, or no, no, somebody just, will spell it wrong. Like the city, right? So we're just gonna tell you guys hashtag bring the read. Okay. Yes. Right, that is what we're telling. Yes. You know, you Separate them, girl. Just so y'all know how to work the internet. I think that... Um, Do you have an acronym for this week or nah? Because um, I'm good. I'm ready to go home and get in the damn bed, honestly. How does the world... Do you want to share your good news? Yes, I have my own apartment now. Woo! I live all by my damn self. How's that feeling when you come home from work? Bitch, it's, just like... it's phenomenal. <laughs> when I come home and it's like, oh, hey, girl. Oh, actually, nobody's here. <laughs> actually, psych, because I'm alone. <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and cut on all the lights because I fucking can't. I'm going to cook whatever I want to and turn my music up in ignorant-ass volume and go to bed whenever I feel like it and get up and nobody will be in the shower or in the bathroom or watching something I don't like because nobody lives there but me. It is fucking phenomenal and i had this experience you know in my 20s and i just forgot how dope it is to live by your goddamn self and right around the corner from me yes and we're time for literally summer. two blocks apart from each other for it was 70 degrees today bitch i know it and i was stuck inside at work all day but it looked nice from you know the inside <laughs> <laughs> well i think my acronym this week is gonna be <laughs> d-y- N A M T. Do you nomad Arkansas? You were so close. I knew you were gonna Trelawney. <laughs> Do you need <laughs> You are I fucking hate you. Do you need a mammy titty? What is wrong with you? Listen, that is what Ianla did on that program. I didn't make that up. I'm going. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. 
Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. <laughs> 